we cannot comprehend and fathom the depth of your love towards us we cannot comprehend the extent of your wisdom you are too great you are too wonderful as though you are so high yet you look upon us on earth so low and you show yourself gracious what a blessing that people like us can come before such an awesome God and to fellowship with you and to receive your word Holy Spirit we thank you for your very presence from the beginning when the church the service started even up till now you have prepared our hearts our minds our spirit and souls are ready to hear what the spirit says to the church therefore speak the things of God unto us for no man heareth the things of God no man knoweth the things of God except the spirit of God only you know what the Lord has for his sons and daughters this morning I am just a vessel you have chosen to hear to speak through to your people let your eyes be open to see let your ears be open to hear let your hearts be open to receive so that they can become what your word declares we give you all the praise and adoration we thank you holy spirit for being here with us all the time you have been our teacher our leader our guide and revealer of the truth of god let today be another day of encounter with you let nobody here live here the same let the sick be healed even as they hear your word let the weak be strengthened even as they hear your word let the poor say i am rich when they hear your word let the ordinary be transformed to become great in the you for you have the power to make one great make your people great by the power of thy word in jesus name amen clap your hands to the lord turn to your neighbor and say neighbor god bless you for coming to church hallelujah tell the person listen to the message very well when we finish i will ask you a few questions so write the notes listen carefully hallelujah psalm number one verse one what does it say it starts by one important word what does it say blessed blessed you'll be blessed i say you'll be blessed god brought you here to bless you blessed how many want to be blessed by god you are receiving the blessings of the lord i say god is blessing you this morning i say god is blessing you this morning for the first word you have from his mouth is what blessed 
Are you, do, you, do, you, do you believe the word of God? The first book of Psalms starts blessed. That means that blessing is, a, is, is very important to God, towards his children. Hallelujah. You'll be counted among the blessed ones in your family. You'll be counted among the blessed ones in your community. I say you become a man the blessed one in your nation. You receive the blessings that come from God. Hallelujah. Blessed is who? But watch it. Read it carefully. You'll be blessed by removing yourself from something and joining yourself to something. Can you see it? So there are things you have to know that you have to, if you want God to bless you, you have to move away from. So the first thing it says is that blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Is it there? Are you reading it? So that means that you have to separate yourself from Counsel, counsel, ideas and advice that you receive from people who are who are not of God, who don't who are not Christian, who don't know God. No matter how rich or prosperous or how great they are, Bible said that you'll be blessed by God if you don't follow their advice. And as you are living on this, you are going to meet a lot of advice from people from all walks of life. Especially when you have problems. Everybody try to advise you. When you have a certain challenge in your life, everybody will come and say, oh, if you do it this way, you should have done it this way. Everybody is giving an idea. It's like Ghana. Every Ghanaian is a, is, a, is a football coach. We can all talk. Because you have made a you should have changed this person and brought this person himself. And, and they say, I suppose that one you got the box. See, you should have passed it to this person. And everybody Ghanaian is a coach. Do you understand? So, so in life, this is what is we are going, you are going, you will, you will be experiencing the counsel of ungodly people. Ungodly people. So God said, if you want me to bless you move away from ungodly people no matter what their counsels that we have the counsel of god from anointed men if you care to find their counsel they will counsel you but if you follow ungodly people's counsel god said that that will not be mind blessing for you you are moving away from every ungodly person in your life that is number one number two nor standard in the way of sinners. Sinners have the way they do their things. Somebody who wants to marry as a sinner, the way they do it is that they will catch you a young girl and they will be eating you. And when you get pregnant, they say, yes, let's go and see your mother or father. I am responsible. If you are lucky, you say, I am responsible. If you are not lucky, he said, I'm not the one. Even though he's the one who slept with him. And then later on, he said, look, I've accepted the responsibility of the child. Their way is different. Godly 
way is that you cannot sleep with a woman impregnated before you bring it to a pastor that please bless it for me we won't do that we teach you the way go for counseling counseling and let's counsel you if you find somebody you love report to your pastor tell him that's my beloved he will counsel you we show you the way remember last week i told you five w's that must always guide you do you remember number one is what the word of God. First W. Number two is what? The way of God. Number three is what? The wisdom of God. Number four is what? The, the what? The works. No, the works is the last one. The will. The will of God. And then you see the works of God. These four things must always guide you anything you are doing as a Christian. Hallelujah. So he said, don't follow the ways of sinners. Hallelujah. Today marks the last day you walk with a sinner and choose sinners' ways. Many people want to be rich, but they use the ways of sinners. That is why you see people who are working, they steal the money of the company. Because that is the ways of sinners to be rich. I have a client who set up a microfinance company and uh, the company was just one year old the people he employed didn't one year they have stolen all the deposits of the people just a company of just one or two years old it has collapsed because all the employees they employed were thieves it's amazing. And I know many of them are Christians. They go to church. And the, somebody has employed you and has given you employment. You were struggling to get a job. And somebody has been gracious to set up a company to employ you that work for me so that every month I'll pay you until the day you decide not to work for me. Then as they sat behind, behind their computers, they were transferring money from here to here, and then they write check thing and remove it. Transfer, transfer into this. Clear. Transfer, transfer into this. Clear. Oh, eh. People are wicked, though. You see, because the ways of sinners have engulfed Christianity. People use the ways of sinners because they want to be rich. And in their quest to be rich, they use the ways of sinners. As if the God we serve doesn't have a way to riches and prosperity. And it, it is unfortunate that Christians are the kingpins of corruption and, uh, and stealing in our country. Christians. Christians. You start looking and listening to the names, their names. Those who say they say they are stolen national money, watch their names. They are what? Christian, they are John, they are Peter, they are <laughs> Mary, they are that is their, that is their name. It tells you that they are Christ, they are so they call Christ, so called Christians. Yeah, read the read the news and see those who are they are taking to court and all those, they are all elders of churches. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. You watch the banks that are collapsing. All of them, the executives are all elders and senior pastors and other bishops. But the banks are collapsing. They know the truth, the way, the way of God, but they will not use the ways of God. They use the ways of sinners. Are you here or going home? <laughs> I know you have been reading someone, but you haven't understood it. The Lord is showing me to teach you how someone what someone is. God said, if you want to be blessed by my ways, my standard, move away from ungodly counsel. Number two, the ways of sinners. And then number three, the scornful. The scornful. The scornful people who always, when you start doing one good thing, you start telling truth in your company. People don't like it. Do you know that? Have you seen that? So many people, one of the reasons why you fall victim in your office is that because you wanted to show do good, but your friends started attacking you. Ah, wow, are you the only person who said, oh, then you join them. Are you the only Immediately they start scorning you. Scornful means that, to scorn means that to, 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 to say something negative about you, even though you are right. So some of us, the fear of people saying something negative against us. Even though we know we are doing the right thing, make us fall victim to join them. So that I don't know. How many have done You know somebody who has done that before. You, you are not a one, but you know somebody who went to steal something and nobody brought you share and you took some small in your pocket. You, you are not the one I'm talking to. But you know somebody who did that. How many know that somebody like that? Give me a wave. Be a truthful Christian. Uh -huh, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> hey! You are afraid to be to be scorned, so you don't you just join the scornness. So, yeah, yeah. You are afraid that people will say something negative against you, and so you join. Some of you, even you wanted to be a very nice virgin, but your friend said that, "Hey, Sister Mary." Hey, are you going to give out the second Jesus Christ? Hey, are you the only one who is not in school who is not have a boyfriend? Oh, shame on you. Because of that, you're forced to have sex with somebody so that they also know that you too you have tried some before. How many know somebody who has done some before? Give me a way. You are not the one, but you know somebody who, because of the attack of friends, he just allowed. There was a lady I, inter I, I was there was a lady here who used to be in church here. I asked her. How did you break your virginity? Ooh. Me, I'm a pastor. So I asked I ask, I ask a very inquisitive question. You get close to me, rather than ask a lot of questions, you'll be shocked. Yeah, I'm interested in that. She said that she was in the university. And he said, he told her that he would never have sex with anybody until she marries. But while she was in the university, they said that on your birthday, dear, you have to definitely. I mean, they, 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 the ladies will sack you from the room that you have to go and sleep somewhere. Hey, yeah. Lego. 
friends will suck you from the house that why are you married go out and go and find a boyfriend and say today is your birthday today is your birthday celebrate your birthday by sleeping with a man she was af- i mean he tried and he said that they sucked her from the house so he was she was forced to go and be with a certain guy who had shown a certain interest in her May the Lord deliver you from the voice of the scornful. Listen, don't be afraid of anybody who scorns you because you are doing the right thing. It is better for you to please God than to please men. Paul said, if I please men, I cannot be a servant of God. So these are the three ways to avoid. And you see, you can use those ways to become great. I mean, you have a young girl, you are sleeping with a man like me, a stomach like two times my, he will give you money. So why should you remain a virgin? I mean, it's honest. So you can make money, and you can make houses out of it. All those things, is true. But that is not the blessings of God. That is not the blessings of God. That's what I want you to know. That as a Christian, listen to the, the, the next verse, watch it, verse 2. Bible said that but, but means that the opposite of what I said there is an alternative of God. There is an alternative to anything the world offers you. There is a divine alternative. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law of the Lord, he meditates upon it day and night. Are you here? Go. So watch it. The next verse. What happened to the person who Leave the three worldly ways and choose God's way. Bible says, He shall be like. I see you being like something of God. Because God also knows that when you disown the world and you choose His way, He has to position you in a place where you will experience the blessings that they are using wrong way to acquire. You will get it in a better form without a struggle. The blessings of the Lord will make you rich, but it added no sorrow to it. But the Elijah Tanko, before he gave you 100 Ghana city, the sweat you sweated under his loins, you yourself know that Charlie, it was not easy. And anytime you need it, you have to go and pay the price. But there's a kind of blessing of the Lord. When it comes to you, it comes without sorrow to it. And I declare unto you, from today, the Lord is taking you to where he will bless you without struggle. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessings of the Lord is to make you rich and added no sorrow. Let me tell you, anything that the devil offered to you, there's a better alternative from God anything anything that the devil will offer to you there is what a better option from the lord that is why when you are a christian you don't live by the counsel of unbelievers the ways of sinners or the seat of discomfort by your delights your interests what should guide you is the law of the lord and the Bible says, in that law, you meditate, you must. See, when your mind is not engaged in the things of God, that is why Satan can always bring an option and you choose it. When your mind is thinking about God's ways of doing things, God's wisdom of doing things, what is the word of God concerning this I'm going to do? What is the, 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 the what do you call it? 
The, how the works of God manifest in my life? When you start thinking about it. Bible says in Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. When you start thinking and meditating and praying over it. Bible says, and thou shalt hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. I see God show you a way that sinners cannot find a way. Sinners will not find a way. Because as you meditate on the word, as you pray on the word, you, Bible says, you shall hear a voice. You shall hear a voice. Isaiah 30, 21. You shall hear a voice behind you. The Holy Spirit will come and whisper to you. There is an alternative to that what you are, the world is offering to you. Don't listen to the world. I have an alternative version for you. And that one, when you pass it, you are, you are, you are so, you'll be soaring higher and higher and higher. Today marks the beginning of your taking off. Some of you are going to take off from today. And when you start following the voice of God and his ways, you will never lack any good things in life. Receive the blessings of the Lord. Receive the blessings of the Lord. Receive the blessings, the ways of God and the laws of God to make you rich. Hallelujah. Are you here? I've gone home. So his delight is in the law. Psalm 1 verse 3. 2. His delight is what? In the law of the Lord. Somebody underline the law of the Lord. Say the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord. Every kingdom has laws. When you come to Ghana and you are Nigerian, you the laws of Ghana is different from the laws of Nigeria. When you travel from Ghana to Togo, you see that the laws of Togo is different from the laws of... Every kingdom has laws. This is the kingdom of God. When you are born again, you enter that kingdom. You need to know the laws that operate in that kingdom. He said his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters whose leaves never wither. I want to be positioned in a place where I don't wither. Every day I am grooming and blooming and, and, and producing, increasing. You are getting there in Jesus' name. And Bible said, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. From today, as you have found the laws of the law and you do it, may God cause you to prosper. I say, God cause you to prosper. When God show you his ways, his laws, and you apply the laws, you will be like a tree that brings forth fruits. You are not a, a dry fruit. There is no woman here who is barren. I speak as a prophet of God. It's a question of season and your season is coming. A year by this time you shall embrace a baby boy, a twin and a triplet. Receive the power of God that changes things. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Your leaves never wither. You will bring forth your fruits. I say you will bring forth your fruit. Everybody who is planted in this church, you will bring forth your fruit. You will bring forth your fruit. There are fruit inside you. Fruits of riches. Fruits of gas. Fruits for buildings. Fruits
fruit of promotion it is in you it shall come out as you are planted here as you are in the house of the lord the lord say you shall bring forth your own fruits in your own season everybody has a season Today is a sister joining season to have a wedding. Tomorrow shall be your season to also have your wedding. The same God who did it for one is the same God who is working at you. When you stay in a village, you see that in a farm, there are many different plants in a farm. Some of them three months, the fruit will come out. Some of them six months, the fruit will come out. Some of them seven months, one year. Some of them, it takes five years for the fruit to come out. But whatever it is, as long as they are all in the planted there, everyone bears its fruit in this season. I declare unto everyone over here, everyone is going to bear your fruit of prosperity, fruit of riches, fruit of increase, fruit of abundance. You shall bring forth your fruits in your season. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Let me hear you. planting of the Lord has a time of fruitfulness. We are all not the same. No. Otherwise God is not God. We are different. That is why when yours come today, don't be over proud about things. Just humble yourself and encourage somebody whose one has not yet come. Exhort that, exact that person. Don't use your blessing to 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 to, to scorn, intimidate somebody else. Today you are riding BMW, but tomorrow is coming. Even truck truck crowd will be you will, will not join the queue. Oh yes, hallelujah. Are you here of God? When I was in school, I remember a cousin of mine. He was 25 years old those days. On his 25th birthday, hey, come and see, food and provisions. Get friends here and everybody's bringing food here. The whole campus was full of joy. And it was just some few months. I was just a few months behind him. My 25th anniversary came. It was not celebrated because I didn't know anybody in Accra. But 25 years later, his 50th birthday passed when he's in London without notice. He was not even aware. But my 50th birthday here was a big celebration. And since I started those birthdays, I never ceased in enjoying birthdays. My life is still every day. Every year there's a special birthday surprise that comes to me. It's your time for you to begin to don't be envious of anybody's riches today. Your season is coming. I say your season is coming. I say your season is coming. And when your season can you look up and see the people who celebrated the year before you? And you see that what you have eh, is far better than what they had. Receive the blessings of the Lord. It is coming to somebody over here. Receive it one. I see five cars have been released. Somebody over there. Receive it one. Seven tickets, new free tickets have been released to somebody over here. Receive it one. Hallelujah. Some of you are here by this time. You'll be holding your key entering into your house. The Lord will give you a land that you build. Within one year, you are going to build the house and enter in there. Receive the blessings of the Lord. His delights is in what? The law of the Lord. Are you here of God? So there are laws of God that creates wealth 
that you need to know so that you begin to apply those laws in your life. Hallelujah. Are you here of God? So chapter 14 of this book, Bishop explains the, the laws that generates wealth. Do you want to know these laws? Are you ready to meditate upon these laws? I want, are you ready to apply these laws to create? To create me that I didn't know. But in the beginning, the world was without form and void. And the Spirit of God came upon us and said, Let there be light. And the light appeared. I declare unto you that when you apply the law of the Lord, many things are going to appear in your life. That is why I'm not ashamed, I'm not afraid to say that you are a multimillionaire. Because I know that from today, the law of the Lord is going to create something special for you. Even though you can't see today, that's why they just live by faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders receive report. And we know that by the word of God, God by faith, God created the world by his word. And that word I'm speaking to you, many good things are going to be created into your life. Hallelujah. You will see your husband by your side. You will see your children by your side. God is going to create all these things for your life. You will see BMW Park in front of your house. You will see your house painted with golden colors. Receive the blessing that is coming by the creative power of the word of God. Hallelujah. The laws that create wealth. When you become a tight payer, God opens you up to these seven laws. And if you apply this law consistently, you will see that wealth is being created every day in your life. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you here of God? The first thing you need to know is tighten Christians fulfill the law of humility the law of humility the law of what humility when you pay tight one of the things God teaches you is that it humbles you why is he saying it humbles you because sometimes when people look at the pastor and say, ah, I'm not a fool. Oh. Look at this man of God. Me, I should take my money and go and give to this person. Pride is the reason why many people don't respect the things of God. And the Bible said that if you are proud, God doesn't like you. So, when you work for one month, <laughs> and after one month you take one, 10% of your salary and you look at the pastor who doesn't know how to speak English there are some churches like that but the law says the law of God is that go and give to him you have to humble yourself and bring that money looking at the person's face hey, what can we buy? 
Me from Mr. Kapama. When I was in University of Science and Technology, where were you? When I was doing my MBA in Legon, where were you? Now, as you collect my money and come and give it to you, God is teaching you the spirit of humility. Are you here, God? That's the first laws of God that you need to embrace in the kingdom of God. Anybody who is in the kingdom of God and you are proud, Bible says God resists you. God will resist you. God will not. The, I mean, God resists the proud. Do you know why many people don't pay, give offerings? They don't give offerings not because they don't have food. Is they are too big to feel that? I mean, me, I should take my money, man, and give it to you. I mean, this, this, you call it charlatans. Have you heard some, some people call it pastors charlatans before? I should come. You know, when Naaman came to Samaria, and the prophet told him, Bible said, the prophet sent him, I said, go and wash. He said, does he know who I am? Me, I have traveled from Syria. I've come to Samaria. And I've come to you, a pastor's house. I mean, look, these pastors, they are too rough. They're too stubborn. They don't respect people. Oh, yes. My church member has told me before, here, in this place. My church members. One day, they were taking some offering. They were, that people, they were planning to have, uh, what do you call my, my birthday, one of the birthdays. Somebody told my wife, but how much are you also contributing? I mean, we are all, hey. I tell you. I tell you. You see, people, 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 people despise pastors. It's like, who, I mean, who is he? I mean, why should we spend our money to celebrate his birthday? I mean, what kind of person is he? Okay, okay, if he said we should do, everybody contributed, but you two, you two, you two bring yours so that we all know that we have got church member who? Church member. Yeah. He couldn't imagine why he should take his money and sponsor my birthday. To him, it was something too big. I mean, he couldn't comprehend it. Too big to comprehend. Hey. <laughs> you see, giving, eh? That's why it, it God will teach you the spirit of humility. That, go and give to him. Go and give it to the person. So, when you pay tithes, that, there is that spirit of that law of God begin to be activated in your life. That Oh, me, I mean, I'm nobody. I'm by the grace of God. It's just by the grace of God that I am what I am. So, if I have it, I mean, I should just, if God said 10%, even Ghana government, I pay 15% or 20% of my income to the Ghana government. So, and that, they don't do contribute to my road. I, I, the government down the road to the old place. But you pay your, tithe, your tax to them. Isn't that true? You go and bring your goods from abroad. You have not sold it, but they collect the money at the port before even you sell it. So one of the things that the laws that is activated in your life, which you need to apply it everywhere because anywhere you operate the spirit of pride, you will never prosper. It's not only the church. The church is only a place to show you how to comport yourself outside the church. When you learn it from the church, you will apply it outside the church so that the spirit of 
humility that you have learned in church will help you to apply it in your office and when you apply the same law over there you see it's working like magic and you who nobody respected you suddenly promotion is coming to your life because it's the same law you learn it in the church and you apply it everywhere you are but if you can learn it in the church you can you will not know it so you cannot apply it there are many people in the church who are numbered not because they have not got proposals so they are too proud to accept the man who proposed so, so, ah, I mean you I mean you I mean you don't you check yourself eh? he will check himself but he's carrying his resources and his blessings away to another person and you'll be still struggling for a husband pride pride is killing a lot of Christians and their blessings pride but I see the Lord taking that spirit out of your life. May that demon be cast out of your life. Even if you don't like the guy, you have to wait. There's a way to talk to the brother. I said, Brother, you are a very nice guy. Oh, how I wish you had been my husband. But unfortunately, I'm going out with somebody who has shown earlier interest. Yes, God bless you for being truthful to yourself. Receive the spirit of humility. I say receive the spirit of humility. It is a law of the kingdom that you need to catch it. Yeah. You see, sometimes when people get blessed, you don't understand why people are blessed. People say, but what is it? What is it? Because that somebody's applying the laws of the Lord. Not he's not applying her beauty or his riches or his education. No. It's the law the person is operating with. Yeah. You watch it. Sometimes you see unbelievers chasing other young girls. Sometimes it's not because the man doesn't love his wife, but there's no respect for the man at home. No respect. When the wife opens her mouth, one word. It kills all the feelings of the man like this. Just one way. <laughs> Bible says that and David was excited coming home to bless his wife. As he was dancing with the young girls bringing the ark of God home. She was, he was dancing with the young girls and you can imagine how the young girls were staring him up. And he was coming home to bless his house with the stairs and then stood his wife when he entered the house with all the bent up feelings that day I'm sure you'd have gotten her triplets yes Sex. But when the wife saw him, 
He said, look at you. Look at you. A disgrace. Shame on you. It's H-A-P-P-Y. Shame on you. Why do you disgrace yourself like this as a king? David said, what about that? How can a king like you dance with small, small girls? David was carrying the spirit of humility. Now, some people, they don't know how to relate even to small, small people. You should watch me. When I close from church, I play with all, even children. I walk with children. I dance with children. I play with children. I bring myself from whatever level I am and minister to Jojo's and Nanayaos and this. We dance together like that. Hey! The spirit of humility. When you carry it anywhere in this world, you will always be accepted. You always receive promotion. You always, always. Some of you, you stay with your aunties and your uncles and uh, some people who are not your parents. You don't know how to serve them. You humbly. You are too proud. In the house, you don't do anything. The spirit of pride has entered so much in you that you don't want to wash. So your hand doesn't wash. Eh. Your hand doesn't cook. Eh. The spirit of pride is on your fingers. On your fingers like this. So you don't want to touch anything. You have cut yourself from the blessings of the Lord that flows through the law of humility. Receive the law of humility today in the name of Jesus. And it will create wealth for you. I know house helps. When they were doing wedding, there was a man in Makati Hill, Bonkis crusade director. He had a certain house girl. The lady was so humble and serviceable to the man. When the lady finally found a beloved, it was the man who sponsored the lady and the boy. He ordered good things, everything they wore from abroad. Had a powerful wedding, reception for her. Humility creates wealth. I see the spirit of humility entering to you from today. So, when you, you don't pay your tithe, that law is not activated in your life. Apart from everything the Lord commands, the law, when you pay your tithe, you are showing to God that every pride in you is gone because you are humbling yourself to give to God that God, you, it is to you alone, it's due. It's not a song, sir. Or to God, to you, all praise is due. I stand in awe of you. If you are not blessed, me, I wouldn't be where I am. So, Lord, this is it. Hallelujah. Number two, law. How many have understood the law of humility? From today, everywhere you are, may God grant you the spirits. May you operate with this. It's the kingdom's law. Jesus said, Any man who humbles himself will be exalted. Anyone who exalts himself will be abased. Number two, the law, his delight. Are you going to delight in the law of humility? That is why he said, You shall be like when you apply the law of humility, you shall be like a tree who is prosperous. Number two, law in the kingdom that creates wealth, the law of sowing and reaping. 
Hallelujah. The law of what? Sowing and reaping. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Bible says that as long as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. The kingdom of God operates by seasons. There are seasons of sowings and seasons of reaping. You need to learn these laws. Delight thyself in these laws and operate it anytime you have opportunity to do it. Hallelujah. So when you pay your tithe, you are sowing a seed. Listen, some of the things we, when you pay your tithe, there's some of the seed you sow. The returns will not come just the next two days or three days. Some of them. Some of them you are sowing into your future. Yeah. Your future. Do you know what they call stock exchange? Ghana stock exchange. The people who invest in Ghana stock exchange, they don't invest because when I invest in farm milk today, I'm expecting when one, one returns like that. You are sowing with the expectation that in the future, number one, the company will do well. So the share price, you bought it at two cities. But it could be that in the next 10 years that the price can go to 20 cities. So we have something called capital appreciation. And then, because you are all part owner of the company, every year when they declare profit and they share dividends, they will also transfer some also into your account. So when you invest in stock exchange, you are not expecting that next week they are bringing me my money back with blessings. No. It is those who want quick money like, uh, forgive me those who are victims of. Please, I beg you. I am using as an example. Am I permitted to say it? Yeah. Those who invested in that company that you know. <laughs> we some of you are victims, but God forgive you, all of us. And God help us to recover the money. May the year that I can come be restored back unto us. Hey! Those who invested there, they were expecting quick returns. How many understand what I'm saying? They couldn't have time to wait for six years. 20 years or 30 years for their returns to come. Every month they should collect returns from it. Every month. God is not that company, please I beg you. <laughs> but God is like a long term investment bank. When you invest, he will take his time to ensure. If you are due a yearly dividend, that yearly dividend will come to you. But the ultimate is that the share price in the long run should go very high. So that when you sell it, I had a friend who invested in what we call farm milk somewhere in 1994-95. Those days, the price of farm milk was 15 pesos. 15 pesos. Last year, the price shot had shot to 20 Ghana cities. So he had about, I think, 5,000 or 10,000 shares. So imagine 10,000 shares at uh, 15 pesos. That's about 1,000 or 150 cities. 150 cities. By the time he sold it last year, he, he got about, I think, 80,000 80, Ghana cities. 800 million. 
those. So you need to understand that God is not a machine. You put in and then there is no. Fighting is the law of sowing with expectation that the one whom you have sown, he God will not mess up your money. He has a way to turn it back to you in the long run. Because God wants your ultimate prosperity, not your immediate returns. Hallelujah. Sometimes in his mysterious way, knowing your need at that short term, he finds a way to supply. Now that's why you said some, some, some shares. Sometimes within the next three months, the price has gone so much. And people, some, some people, they sell it. They just buy it, and then within three months, after the price has shot, they sell it, and they make their profit, and they move out. But many big-time investors, they look for a long-term benefit. So some of you may be sowing seed of your tithe when you were a student. But God is working things out for you. By the time you finish university, you see that there is a job waiting for you because of the tithe. The sowing that you sowed will bring that return to you. In the next five years, ten years, twenty years, certain blessings will begin to come to your life. Some ten years after, I said, "Where is this? All these blessings are because it's a principle. You sowed it, so the time of harvest has come, and now you are eating it. You are going to enjoy the goodness of God in your life. In your lifetime, I said, you are going to enjoy the goodness of God. That is why you must learn the the spirit. You have to know the law of sowing and reaping. It's a law in the kingdom." If you want to sow, you want to reap, you have to sow. Jesus Christ was going to feed five times. I said, What do you have? He said, Three loaves of bread. I said, Bring it. It is what you bring, is what God turns it back to you in the multiples. I see the multiplications coming to you. That is how I say, The Lord that creates wealth, it will create wealth for you back. How many are experiencing the Lord that will going to create wealth for you? You are knowing from today you will never be poor. Say, I will never be poor. Say, I will never be poor. Because now I know the loss of God that creates wealth for my life. Hallelujah. And say, I can say, I said, you are tight. You can say, you get trained, you never try tight. That's all we say. One million. Now turn on 1.2 million. Your profit doesn't two million. Two million doesn't ten percent that are 20 Ghana cities. That is the tithe that God is expecting from you. Not your whole sales amount. Because God knows that the thing you bought. One thousand. One thousand two hundred. The increase that came. It's 200 Ghana city. And you are not giving God the whole 200 Ghana city. You are giving God only 10% of the 200 Ghana city, which is only 20 Ghana city. Do you deny yourself because of 20 Ghana city? You do it for God to add more to your life. God is too good. Is that a song like that? My Lord is too good. Oh, I will worship him forever. Love him forever because this God is too good Ghana government will not charge you 10% 15, 25 now they move it to 35% if your salary is above 10,000 35% yeah but to see and suddenly they will balance I'm going to say no I don't know how to turn you know when I'm first of all 1,000 
from 100 Ghana cities that come here. But you are more. Now, you are more. I am more than gold mines. Next time, when you need it, you can always come. And I will give it to you. How many are going to operate in the law of sowing and reaping? Number three, we are closing quickly. Tight, thin Christians fulfill the laws of prioritization. Priority. Priority. And there are things you need to do first. Bring ye the first, the tights. You call it first and your best. Your tithe, take one tenth immediately and come and give it to God. It's, it means that you are accepting there's a law called the law of prioritization. That's just said. Now, when you operate in this law, it means that you only want to apply it in your life. And you are a young boy who is a student. You will put priority on your education than priority on, on dancing and doing music or doing sports. You know, there's some people when they are in school, they are interested in sports more than the education they went for. It is true that I have the gift of sports. But you were sent to school to educate yourself. They don't know how to put things in priority that this must be first. In economics, we have something called scale of preference. There are things you have to do first before you do other things. Many people, the reason why you are poor is that you don't know how to prioritize your things. That is why when you wake up in the morning, don't see why you should have what do call quiet time. It's not you, you don't know that quiet time is a priority because you haven't learned the laws of prioritization. Putting things first that must be done first before second. If you have sex before marriage, you see that you will not enjoy your marriage because the law of the kingdom demand that perform right on the lady first. Then after that, you can do anything you want. But the devil will rather turn it and say, Oh. After all, your parents say yes. Me to my parents say yes. So, why not? It is true. You will enjoy. But you realize that a certain kind of blessing that should come to you if you have respected the, the prioritization. I know people have married and they have had children and they are little, they have had wedding. Cemented, they are married nice and beautiful. But I can tell you that those who had wedding before children, their weddings were more glorious than those ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because see, you need to learn the prioritization of things. Bible said that seek ye first the kingdom of God. There are things that God demands first. When you don't know how to put God first, and you put other things first before God, you realize that it's not like that. I, when I remember when we were school, there are guys, people when we were school, while we were studying, I had a cousin when we were studying. Seriously, steady. He was in working in, in the campus collecting uh, funds. Sax Collie. He said he was called uh, internal burger. He's going to go to abroad. So he, uh, he has started. Be, he has not traveled yet, but he will go. So he's called internal burger. Sax Collie. Now, after years, listen carefully. After years have come, I will continue the education to the highest ladder of my profession. Today, he's a taxi driver in London. When he came to Ghana, the last time he came, he entered my house, he was shocked. 
he then he realized that one day somebody went to him in London. He said that he has regretted that he didn't he didn't take his studies very serious. See, at that time he couldn't know that what should be a priority. I can buy tickets right now if I finish service and I say I want to travel now. I will just see this lady who buy me a ticket. I will go and I pay for that that is free. I, I can pay for every ticket to any part of the world by my own income. By the grace of God. Because the priority the priority was education first. People who pay that learn this prioritization of things. You need to identify what is must be done first before things are done second. So God said, pay your tithe to me first. When you learn how to pay tithe, you will catch the spirit of prioritization of your life. And you begin to apply it anywhere you are. When you are in the office, your priority is to do what you have been assigned to do first. Not to gossip about your boss. The ultimate person you, told, you, you must honor is the man sitting on the top. But people don't know how to respect the person sitting on the top. They rather connive with their friends and their, their colleagues who, who, can, who cannot promote you. Who cannot any add value to your life. They are the people who you listen to. That's why I started by some. Blessed is he who was not in the counsel of the ungodly. But your delight is in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord that you always have to give priority to the top man up there. He is the most important person. If you are in church, the senior pastor is the most important person. Not his assistant. You can befriend his assistant and he can give you an idea. But may, you may not know that there is another level that if you are caught to, you will have added some value to your life. Because I can sack my assistant and say, I don't need him. I can sack my, my, my shepherd and say, I don't need you there. You are no more in charge of this. That is the power to promote is in the mouth of the one sitting up there. People don't know. This, that's why we are teaching you. You will never be poor from today because now you are learning the laws. The laws that create wealth. By honoring the highest man, you see that by opening his mouth one unto you, you are elevated up there. People are going to say there's a program to travel. Say, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I want this person to go. That's it. That's it. Prioritization. Somebody say, prioritization. When you learn how to give God your first out of your salary, God will give you this wisdom to know how to put things in priority. So those who don't pay tithe, you deny yourself of this law that God gives to those who pay tithe. And they apply it after they have paid their tithe and you see them soaring high into realms of supernatural blessings. You are nursing now to fly out of your family. People will be shocked. How ah, are you being prospering? I say, hey, I've gotten some keys in the kingdom and I'm applying it in my life and it's working like magic. It will work like magic for you. I say it will work like magic for you. Prioritize the person. Prioritize. Seek the, the top one is the most. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. All other things shall be added unto you. Are you here? I've gone home. Hey, number four. It's in the book. Why you go read it? I'm just explaining to you. I know you don't read. Titan forfeit the law of emulation. Emulation. When you pay your tithe, 
you learn one law in the kingdom called the law of emulation. Emulation means that copying people who did what to become what. You copy. Because the Bible says that follow them, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, follow them who through faith and patience inherited promises. You have to look for people who did what to become what. And the Bible gives us that Abraham in Genesis chapter 14 he paid tithe to Melchizedek. Jacob said that anything you give to me in Genesis chapter 28, I will give a tenth unto you. These are men when they practice this, God made them rich. People who like to give. When you read Job, Job chapter 1, verse 1, what and 3, watch it. Watch it. Are you here going home? You can never give to God and or give to be a giver and God will not bless you. A giver always get blessing. You copy people who give. He said that there was a man in the land of whose, whose name was Job. That man was perfect and upright. The one that feared God. Have you seen God is in here? And the Bible said that he is still evil. He didn't listen to the voice of, of ungodly people. And there was born unto the next verse three. Verse three. Watch it. His substance was. 7,000 sheep. Receive 7,000 sheep of prosperity. His substance. 3,000 camels. That was his house. There were five, four wheel drives. You know, those the camels were four wheel drives. 3,000. How many of you have 3,000 cars in your house? Have you seen you are not rich? People who serve God and they did what God told them to do, they prospered. 3,000. 500 she asses and a very great household. So this man was very great among all the men of the East. You are going to be the separated one who is going to be the best among all the people from your family. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Verse 8. Watch it. Verse eight. Move to verse 8. Verse 8. And the Lord said to Satan, has thou considered my servant Job that there is none like him in the earth a perfect man upright and he fears God achieve now listen to the, the, the counsel the, the answer of Satan and Satan was going to know you from today who you are he said that and Satan answered and to said to Lord does Job fear God for nothing that means that there is a reason why Job fears you or respects you or he pays his tithe or he does what he does what was the reason Satan is explaining himself. Said that had that not made a hedge around him, and about his house, I see the hedge of the Lord being around you. Your house will be protected by the angels. About all that he has on every side, and has that not blessed, blessed, blessed what the works of his hands and his substance has increased. It is the Lord who made Job rich. How was he able to be rich? Take me to chapter 9, 29. Job is explaining how, when he had riches, how, why he used it. How he used the money. Many of us who don't like giving, don't like supporting, you, you think that you are doing it. The people who became rich, there were, there were certain things they were doing that made God give them more. He said that 
Moreover, Job continued the parable and said, All that I were in my days of old, move, 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 move quickly. Quickly. Who is the person in control? All that I were in the months of past, as in the days when he was, you see, after he had been in trouble for some time, he was now remembering the days when he was rich. And he was recounting how he, he was, his riches, what he did with his money. So he said that God preserved me. The next one, move it quickly. It's a quick thing. When his candle shone upon my head and by his light I walk in darkness. Okay? I was in the days, that was in the days of my youth. When the secret of the Lord was upon my tabernacle. What was that? The secret of riches that he knew how to respect God with his money. He contributed his quota to the things of God. That was the secret of his riches. And what happened to him? And when the Almighty was with me, my children were about me. And the next one, quickly. The whole chapter. And when I washed my steps with butter, you are going to wash yourself in butter. I said that was the richness that God made him. Listen, some of you think that when you serve God, 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 Christianity is poverty. It's not true. In those days, he said, in those days, I was walking in butter. My feet. You are going to walk in butter. Your breakfast, there shall be a lot of butter. Hey! I see you getting there. And the rock poured out rivers of oil. Receive the rivers of oil in your life. Wow! When I went out to the gates and I prepared my seat in the streets, Watch it. It's coming. The young men saw me. They hid themselves. And the age arose. Stood up. Eh? And the princes refrained from talking. God is going to bless you. So when you are passing, people say, Shh, that's the man. That's the God. That's me. And they laid their hands on their mouths. Verse 10. Watch it. The nobles held their peace and their tongue claved to the roof of their mouth. Hey. You see, when you are rich and you are talking, people don't talk. You don't know that. You are going there. In your family, when you talk, nobody will speak against you. When there's a program, you are not there. He said, no, no, we are waiting for Jack. You are the Jack. I said, you are the Jack coming. When the ears heard me, it blessed me. And when the eyes saw me, it gave witness to me. Verse 12, watch it. Because he was explaining how he used his riches. I delivered the poor that cried. I declare from you today that the Lord is going to bless you. You will be a deliverer of people who cry. So many of us, when people cry, people are in need, you don't know how to help them. Job, when he became rich, when God prospered him, giving was just something, he, it was his normal life. The people cried. I, I, I said, the fatherless. There are people who don't have fathers. I see the Lord blessing you so much that anybody in your area that you see, it doesn't have a father. You say, look, I'll take care of you in school. Amen. You'll be sponsoring people in school. Receive the blessing of the Lord. Receive the blessing that sponsor people. They are not your children, but you are financing the education. It is the blessings of the Lord. I'm saying that when you pay tight, you become like you copy, you become an emulator of people who used to be blessed. When God made them blessed, and you are joining the class of people who were blessed. Hallelujah. The fatherless, and he that had none to help him, I help him. You are going to help a lot of people by the blessings of the Lord. How many are receiving this blessing? The blessing of him that was ready to perish. I caused widows' hearts to sing for joy. Wow. How many are going to support widows in the church? Widows receive the blessing to help widows. 
May the Lord prosper you so much that when you can't count your money, so you see, you begin to look for widows in your area and say, that, Look, your children are in school. How much? What's the school fees? Can I support you to pay the school fees? Receive that grace from today. I'm declaring upon you because I see people who are going to become helpers, helpers of the needy. Because the Lord is about to change your story of prosperity and riches. As you pay your tithe, you are joining the class of people who are multiply blessed. That was how Job was. I put righteousness upon my and clothed me like judgment. The next verse, watch it. And then I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. How many people can you help in life? Many of us, the reason why we can't help a lot of people in life is like, but the Lord is about to lift you to a realm. I came as a prophet of God to speak unto you. That says, yes, the Lord. As you pay your tithe, you are becoming like you are, you are copying people who became great and blessed in God. That is the class that you are joining from today. That is the class you are joining from today. The Lord is about to make you like Job. You will be taking care of the needy and the poor. When widows are crying, say, Mama, don't cry. What is the problem? Your child is in university and you can't pay school fees. How much is that? 2000 okay? Take 5000 pay the rest, and use the rest to take care of it. Receive that blessing of the Lord. I release the supernatural blessing of the Lord upon you. That as you pay your tithe, may God make you one of the most richest people you have ever known in life. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Because you now know the law that creates wealth. And one, the law is that when you pay that, you become like. Follow them who through faith and patience inherited. Abraham paid tithe. He became great. Job paid tithe. He became great. In fact, Job, his problem was that even not tied to any time the children go and do something, he'll go and make sacrifices. I don't know whether maybe they have sinned against you, so sacrifice God. Sacrifice God. I mean, sacrifice God. He there every day, he was paying tight every day. He will pay in tight every day, receive it, Jesus. Name. So when God also lifted him up, God blessed him so much. He took God himself and said, that, Look, I've opened the door, you cannot attack. Otherwise, no demon would have killed. And I speak that that was the last time God allowed Satan to do that. For you, the Lord is not going to allow Satan to destroy your business. The Lord is not going to allow Satan to destroy your marriage. The Lord is not going to allow Satan to destroy your work. The Lord is not going to allow Satan to attack your children. There is a strong hedge the Lord is going to set around you as you pay your tithe. May you be like, may you be like, may you be like the law of emulation that. Somebody who did this became this. Me too. I'm going to do this so that I can become it. If you do what others, the Bible said that if you are Abraham's son, you do the works of Abraham. I see you doing what Abraham did. The thing that made, you know, in Europe, one of the, one of the striking uh, laws in Europe is that when it, excuse me, any country sees that one country has done this, they will copy and do the same thing in the For them, they copy good things, but in Africa, we will kill you for going ahead of us. But you are, you are not in the kingdom of Africa. We are in the kingdom of the Lord. When you see somebody has built a house, he said, Lord, let the grace on that brother come upon me also. I'm also going to build a house. When you see somebody is parking his four-wheel car, he said, Lord, in this house, you have opened a door for somebody. Make me also drive my nice car. And as you copy what the person has done, the same God will take you there and you will give him the glory. And you give him the praise. Amen. Listen, it is seven. I've given you four. It is left with three. 
go and read it. This evening, we are meeting. Uh, what time? <laughs> Six o'clock. <laughs> okay, so I want to encourage, our time is up. So I want to encourage you to go and read it. And you get number five. The law of seasons and times. Number six. The law of willing attitude. And number seven. The law of obedience. The law of obedience. So the book is for you. Go and read it. One of the laws that will going to make you blessed in life and going to create a lot of wealth for you is the last one. The law of obedience. You see, when God said, bring ye the tithe into my storehouse, and you do it, you will learn the law of obedience. And when you know the law of obedience, anywhere you are, when your authority figure tells you something to do, you will do it. You will learn that grace to do things. Jesus Christ's mother told the disciples that whatsoever he tells you to do, do it. Many of us, one of the things that take us from blessing is that we don't have the, the spirit of obedience. Obeying instructions from fathers, father figures that God put on you. God always speaks his word through a man. And it is your duty to have the spirit of obedience to it. Do you understand? Remember the guy who was giving testimony? He said that he was giving an offering and I called him and said that, double it. Double it. See, if he had not applied the law of obedience to what I said, he would have said, ah, why? I mean, that's my order I can give. One day I was selling a book. There was a lady sitting here. He said, why have I forced her to buy a book? I said, this book will be a blessing to you. Only 10 cities, sister, you have money to buy he got offended. He left the church. So it means that all the message that you have been hearing, you are blessed. Since that time, she is cut off. Maybe some of this message would have turned his life around. But that thing offended her. She cut herself off from the church. And today, I don't know where she is. When God sent Saul, go and kill all the Amalekites in 1 Samuel chapter 15. God was expecting a total obedience. But Saul didn't obey God. And God said, that, Saul, you didn't obey me. Eh? I made you a king. You don't respect me. From today, you are no more a king. The blessings of kingship that should have advanced his life was cut off from him. Because he didn't have the law of obedience. So ladies and gentlemen, what is the time now? Five minutes to twelve I'm not out of words, but I'm out of time. Till we meet again next week. I'm your regular preacher. Regular preacher. The Reverend R.S.M. See you next week. Stand on your feet and give God a place. Lift up your hands, everybody, and begin to thank the Lord for speaking.